Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamperino. To begin with, federal jurisdiction exists because Baltimore's claims are governed by federal common law. Attorneys for Baltimore and fossil fuel interests faced off Tuesday over whether a highly watched climate lawsuit should be heard at the state or federal level. However Baltimore frames its claims, it is seeking to impose damages. On one side, Baltimore argued that its case, which was filed in 2018 and looks to receive compensation for damages related to the cost of climate change, should be heard at the state level. The companies who are being sued, BP, ExxonMobil, and 24 others, have pushed to move the case to the federal court. There, experts believe the case is more likely to be dismissed. Ultimately, the outcome of this case could influence several others, and it comes after the Supreme Court ruled in May that appellate judges, like the one Tuesday, could consider a broader range of factors to determine if these cases should be heard in state or federal court. Today, Politico's Alex Guillen on Baltimore versus Big Oil, round two. It's Wednesday, January 26th. So back in 2018, the city of Baltimore filed a climate change lawsuit against a number of oil and fossil fuel companies. The lead defendant is BP, but there's a whole bunch of companies involved. And they argued a bunch of violations of what's called common law. So this is for things like trespass. Also, they argued a number of violations of a state consumer protection law. And that lawsuit was filed in state court. And the companies then said, actually, this should be a federal lawsuit because climate change is an international thing. It's across state lines. So various courts have been looking at and addressing this issue. So a few years ago, the district court judge sent the case back to state court. There was an appeal to the Fourth Circuit for the first time. And basically, the Fourth Circuit at that time disagreed with the oil companies and said it should go back to the state court. That case was appealed to the Supreme Court, and last year the Supreme Court said no. Appellate courts need to look at and review all of the reasons that the companies are arguing for removing the case to federal court. So it basically sent the whole thing back down for another look, and that is what happened on Tuesday. The three-judge panel went and looked at all of the reasons the oil companies are saying that this case should be federal. Yeah. So I guess, could you break down a little further why this case is so significant? Yeah. So the Baltimore climate suit wasn't the first of these sort of climate suits that was filed. There were a few others filed in California earlier, for example. But this is the one that just happens to have advanced early enough and fast enough that it made it to the Supreme Court last year. And so now people are keeping a pretty close eye on what the appellate court does on remand because... This is now before, I believe, five different appellate courts that are looking at very similar lawsuits. And so if the Fourth Circuit rules first or whoever does, that'll be kind of a guidepost. But it won't be binding on any other court. So this will continue to be a question if and until the Supreme Court weighs in a second time. And so you watched oral arguments on Tuesday. What were the reactions from the panel of judges to the oil industry and Baltimore's arguments? Yeah, so the arguments focused on two of the eight real arguments the companies are making. The first one involves whether this implicates federal common law as opposed to state common law, which is what the city of Baltimore argued in its original suit. And this is important because if it does implicate federal common law, 
and thus belongs in federal court, there's a good chance this case and all the other climate lawsuits could be just outright dismissed because Supreme Court precedent on this issue. Basically, the high court has ruled that you can't bring federal common law claims against greenhouse gas emitters because EPA is authorized to regulate that. That one didn't seem to get too much buy-in from the judges. One of them said it was kind of an illogical circular argument. The other argument they talked a lot about was whether this has any implications under a federal law called the Outer Continental Shelf Lands Act, or OXLA, which is the law that governs how oil and gas offshore is developed. The companies are saying that because Baltimore is seeking such significant sums in damages, that it would affect their offshore ability to explore for oil and gas, and that should be in federal court. Again, that really didn't get a lot of buy-in from the judges. At least one of them seemed pretty skeptical, and the others didn't really speak up to endorse this idea. So certainly seemed like the judges were airing skepticism of the oil company's arguments in this case. And how likely is it that whoever loses this case will appeal it? It's virtually guaranteed whoever loses this case is going to appeal to the Supreme Court. I would say there's a very good chance the Supreme Court will take it. There are currently five different appellate courts looking at this question and probably more on the way. So I can easily see this being an issue the Supreme Court would want to settle. How exactly it'll come down on this issue is unclear. Sort of remains to be seen, but they'll have to answer this question eventually. Also, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals was busy on the energy front Tuesday dealing another blow to the Mountain Valley Pipeline. The court vacated the permits given to the pipeline by the U.S. Forest Service and Bureau of Land Management, ruling in favor of environmental groups. Those groups argued the decision to approve the pipeline, which would move natural gas 300 miles from West Virginia to customers in Virginia, was flawed. The pipeline was originally approved under the Trump administration, but the court Tuesday said the agencies under Trump didn't accurately review the pipeline's environmental impact. The court remanded the permits for further review by the Forest Service and the Bureau of Land Management. The Interior Department is reviewing the decision, according to a department spokesperson. For context, the ruling is the latest setback for the pipeline, which started construction in 2017, but has undergone numerous court battles. Those battles have doubled the project's price tag to $6 billion and delayed the planned completion past its original target of spring 2018. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamperino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels. Because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lowercarbon.